back at it again with another episode of the Homers Podcast. Rob, what's been going on with you, man? Eh, not much. Uh, you know, uh, visited my parents and my grandmother, picked up my grandma on her way down to the island uh, this weekend. Um, but uh, everything's good. Yeah. How about you? It's 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 kind of been a roller coaster ride. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you know, it's it's been a chill week. Don't get me wrong, but like just uh, I don't know how to explain this, but like just the outside situations, whether it be distant relatives or just things of that nature, or things as it pertains to sports, which we're about to get into. It's like highs and lows, man. Just the highs and the lows of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, um, whatchamacallit, I come here, you know, it's Sunday, you know, my hair is kind of like unkempt, but it's, I don't know, man, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think, because yesterday, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put it into context, right? I'm off. I'm about to play some basketball for the first time in a while. You know, I had an injury a while back, you know, recreational sports, but you know what I mean? Had an injury a while back. I was like, you know, I'm gonna give it a go. I bought myself a sleeve to protect my arm which was injured, you know what I mean? I hit, hit a couple three. I did good on the court, you know what I mean? I was hitting step back threes. I was, you know, I was all back to my old self. You know, I'm a, I'm a heat check guy, you know? I'm like, you know, day's going good. Then I ended up going to see my girl, you know, and then I ended up seeing uh, my, my, my boy Chris, you know, and, and, and his fiance. We ended up doing this double date thing, which turned into a group hangout and all this stuff. And I turned over to my phone. This is when it starts. LaMarcus Aldridge to the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm looking at my phone. And I'm like, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to, what? 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 Is, is, like, is this a thing? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to care about it. I'm not going to care about it, right? Hours pass by. I know the Knicks are going to play later on. I'm, it's bittersweet because, of course, I'm spending quality time with my girl and my folks, my peeps. But they're facing the Bucks, and they need me. I, you know, I feel like you know when a, the Nick game. Oh no, 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 no! I know exactly. Nick, I had that same you know roller coaster of yeah. emotions from like it must have been like. I mean, for me, it was from like six thirty at night until the game ended at ten thirty. Yeah, it yeah. Was just yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, uh, I, I I can't be with the thing, and this is before the Julius situation. Julius Randall, of course, sitting. Yeah. There. Uh, with with the uh, with I believe the hammy injury a hammy injury. Basically. Yeah, he had the like the thigh contusion or whatever. Yeah, so they were like, we're gonna we're gonna keep him out. Yeah, and I'm just like, mm. fuck it, RJ got it. RJ got us. <laughs> RJ got us. RJ, Derrick Rose is coming back. You know, Mitch had a very good, you know, last game. You know, I'm I'm things are looking up. Day goes on, and I'm kind of, like, counting down the hours. I'm like, you know what? I might go home at this time, maybe catch the fourth quarter. I may get the – well, you know what? Nah, nah. You know what? It is what it is because, as it turns out, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton all sat out. Two out of the three of them piss me off right now because they're on my fantasy team, but that's a story for another day. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, you know, uh, we, we got a chance here, you know? And then, as I'm having fun, I'm smiling, I look at my phone, I glance over, and I just see Mitchell Robinson, fractured foot. Yep. Rob, what are we going to do, man? Uh, <laughs> we won, which is another uh, high up and down, but what we I know. do, man? What well, so, so, so mine goes, um, we see, I see the LaMarcus all just thing in the afternoon, and I'm yeah. kind of just like, all right, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> the fucking Nets. Like, well, at, this, at this point, who are they going to sign? Which is apparently Andre Drummond, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, so that kind of puts you a slight low, but then, of course, I'm still being the asshole Knicks fan that I am going, oh, they'll just make it even sweeter when we beat them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that probably won't happen. <laughs> LOL, Knicks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're homers, so I got to. I got to, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Um, then it's like, what, between like 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, they release that Randall's going to miss his first game of the year. And I'm like, and we're playing the Bucks. How the hell are we even going to have a punch's chance? And then about a half hour later, they announce that uh, Giannis, Middleton, 
DiVincenzo and Holiday are all out for the Bucks, and I go, oh, 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 we might be able to steal this with some uh, good luck here. In the back. I'm like, it's now it's got to be the RJ show. Time for him. He's got to be the first option. He'll have like Burks and Rose and quickly as like the other guys who can score with him. We should be playing just a bunch of backups and Brook Lopez. Um, like you know, we should be we should be fine. And then the game starts and we get out quick. I'm like, all right, let's just you know. Yeah, we're, we got it. We jumped out to like a nine point lead, like real early on in the first. And then it starts to slip away. And then Mitchell Robinson comes down. And then I'm like, oh, God. And then it comes out in like halfway through the second, like a quarter later. Yeah. That it's a fractured foot, which means that he's going to be out at least two months. So that's at this point, that's unless we win a playoff round, he's probably out for the season. Just, yeah. You know, just looking at that. And so I'm just I'm getting another low, and we're letting them hang around, and we're not putting them out. Not, not to mention, not to mention, like, like for the first time, just... for the first time in like God ever, the Nasus of Tenacupo, like what, what he turned into, he turned into Chris Middleton. He was Chris Middleton. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was like, what the? It was ridiculous. And I'm just like watching them, just like like all right. So now we lost Mitch, and now this game that originally shouldn't have been winnable that was made winnable now we might not win and then i'm just there i'm stressing out screaming at the tv like i do uh and i mean we're lucky to pull it out Mm. okay and so like we tried to give it away it seemed like then even and then even in the game like we in the third quarter we like went up by like 11 and then we gave it back and i'm just and then we were able to win thanks to burks yeah man but I was just like, you know, and hey. RJ, RJ struggled. Obviously, they, they game planned for him, yeah. and which, you know. But, like, like the, the way we played did not look good, but I will take a win as a win. I don't care how well, I get 500. it. Because, That's what it is. Because we have such a hard schedule. We need to take whatever win we can get when we can get it and not, not you know, Dude, it was such a high low week, man. Like to just Oh yeah. We lost oh, yeah. we lost our front line, but we're three and zero this week. That's nuts. Just just put that in perspective. You know, Miami Heat lost six in a row, but they got Bam, Tyler Hero. They just traded for Victor Oladipo. We're gonna get into the trade deadline later on, but like yeah. just looking at the landscape of the of the Eastern Conference, that like I would say, if I'm not mistaken, five through ten, it's insane. And just just to think, like, we – like, I was listening to the starters. Shout out to this – well, not no longer the starters, the No Dunks podcast. And they were talking about how um, the Knicks were potential losers of the trade deadline. And at first I was like, you know, again, the homer in me. is like, the fuck out of here. What are, you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then when they got into this – to their conversation, they were essentially like, the Knicks <clears throat> are – a player away from actually making some noise, which was the, I think that was the rap on us since the year started, right? Like we can get as far as we can go, but you know, certain people would like to add in, add on a Zach Levine or a Victor Oladipo or this before the season, before we knew how everyone would play and Andre Drummond. And we're like, yo, let's just see how it plays out. And of course we get the superstar season that we see from Julius Randle and I'm like, if we were to put into context the fact that we took an L in the trade deadline by not going for those deals, then by that logic, we're screwed. So I'm like, with this second half schedule, and especially, you know, looking at the waiver wire, Andre Drummond signing with the Lakers as of today, um, where do the Knicks go from here? And, and, and are, are, like, is it, is it still, are we still on the same trajectory? Is Nerlens Noel enough to be the guy, you know, like to hold over um, Mitchell Robinson? Because before it was Mitch and then coming off the bench Nerlens or some combination of both. Now that's to rely on Taj Gibson a little more. Um, what, where, where, and we just released Terrence Ferguson and Vincent Poirier. So where, where do you see the Knicks going in, in this, waiver wire period um 
Well, I kind of want to address the idea that we're losers at the deadline because I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think – no, because but this is what pisses me off, right, with all these people that don't yeah, actually yeah. watch the Knicks, okay, or understand anything. Going into the season, what was our what was our Vegas over-under? Was it 21 and a half or 22 games or whatever yeah. the hell it was? And we already fucking passed that. So just – like, they're, they're almost using, like, what the, what, what, what the thought was right now in the season – of well, they're in the playoff picture that we need to just throw out everything else, like the bigger picture that we're we're going for, and mostly they want us to do that so that way they can just lull Knicks. So fuck them, and their bullshit. No, no, I'm dead serious. Yeah, because, no. Because no. why should we? We're about to have okay. Now I know the free agency class isn't like that that you know lucrative anymore with the amount of people that just signed extensions, but it's still the point about because you can trade for people that. And, I mean, for all we know, we don't know what the fuck Kawhi's going to do. Like, do I think he's going to leave? No. Would I think that if he left, he would come to New York? No. But, you know, he can opt out. Stranger things he can happen. opt out. Someone else could ask for a trip. 50 million in cap space. We have a player option. And that's, and that's not including the, the player option, the, the, um, uh, the, the team option, excuse me, on Julius Randle for 21 million that we're going to pick up because we're not stupid. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll we'll probably after we pick that up, then we'll think about an extension after the off season. After we see if we can bring in anyone, be a trade or whatever else, we have the two picks this year. We've got a bunch of seconds. We've got two picks in twenty twenty three. Okay, because we have you know we have the two extra Dallas picks this year and in twenty twenty three. So, I like why are we why are we going to to force a trade for one of those like you know. Like like a like a like a tier big, three star like a tier three star yeah. yeah why are we gonna why are we gonna like you know you just, know what? just do the normal Knicks thing which would be hey we're gonna go for like you know best case scenario third or fourth guy on a championship team we're gonna trade for that just so that way we can we can you know go to the playoffs and that way that way we can ensure that we go to the playoffs even though i think we're going to make it especially with the play-in tournament and yep. the way our guys are playing we're going to do that to hope to still not win a championship and like the goal and is a cha- the goal is a championship okay like we're ahead of schedule just let it fucking play out don't just don't like i'm sorry Zach Levine is not going to we're going to beat the nets and the 76ers and the bucks not cuz we have Zach Levine like no no we're not going to that's not going to fucking happen not only that, but like all those guys, you know, just look at our team. We need a fucking point guard. Yeah. We need a fucking point guard because we have one on the roster. It's Derrick Rose. Quickly is more of like that Lou Williams type, you know. Lemon Pepper like, Lou, yeah. Yeah, he, he plays the one, but like he's really more of like a six man, just like a, yeah. you know, come in, score. He's, he's a, he's a point. He's, he's too those... young to run the offense and he can't really do that yet. Yeah, he's one he of those point his guards. Own shot, but he's never going like, to, yeah. Like he's he's gonna a little be bit of pick and roll, but that's who are never gonna use like uh average like over four assists per game. You need yeah, a guy just, who's gonna facilitate yeah. the only Yeah. I mean the only one that we have is Derek Rose. Alpha Payton's a fucking scrub. We don't need to go down that that fucking rabbit hole to have how much I hate him. Uh and then you have you have Randall who plays point forward, and you've got like you have, you know, RJ Barrett. So what you're gonna bring in Levine and go like super small with no point guard? Like no, like that's not gonna win you anything. And then not only that, but then you're you're we have all this chemistry right now with how we play, Absolutely. and you have a pecking order, okay? And now you're gonna bring in a guy who's claiming that he's the one. He's trying to get paid. He's gonna come in and be like, like. Julius respects you. No, no, no. You're now the two. Pass me the ball. And like, we don't know what, what the fuck would happen. I'm not saying that that would, but you know, like, you know why are you going to mess with that? Just, just stay the course. Okay. We're in a good spot for this year and going forward. The whole point of this year was to just fix the fucking chemistry of the team and the stink of the team that was, were, 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 what's the word? Like, we were like, that we're dysfunctional. Okay. I, yeah, exactly. A, okay. And we've I, done that, okay? Just because we're ahead of schedule doesn't mean that we need to now try to accelerate everything. Like, be fucking patient for fucking once. I, so, fuck those people. I'm cursing a lot. because I have Shout to, out to No Duck. That's all good, no, bro. But, Listen. but it's just, 
like this is what they all want because they want us to do the same. Oh, really? We trade for Eddie Curry. Cool. And then we'll laugh at them when they suck. Oh, look, uh, they're in another bad contract. Like, no. You get one good year out of Eddie Curry and the rest. No, you have to. You, you, you wait, okay? If anyone's ever played poker before, you understand. You don't just go, oh, cool. I have pocket eights. I'm just going to go all in. Like, no. No. And, you know, like, to, uh, to your point, like, the, I, the way I look at this team, like, low-key, which is why, like, I, I, I think that we are winners. I mean, bias aside, bias with, you know, whatever. Um, this team kind of reminds me of 2010, 2011. And Julius Randle is a very much healthier Amari Stoudemire, where it was like, all right, we have a bunch of young players. We don't know what, though. Hell, they're going to yeah. be. We don't know. We don't know what Wilson Chandler's going to be. We don't know what Gal is going to be. But we could wait for Melo. Melo coming. Melo coming. Now we need him now. He coming here. He ain't going to Brooklyn. They don't. They don't. Jay-Z. No, but even. Well, I mean, even. Not to interrupt you. But, like, yeah. even with that, right, where there's the. He wants to come to New York. But, but. Were they Brooklyn yet? Or were they still New Jersey? Nets want him. And and he's leveraging them that, well, maybe I'll go play for them. And so, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. legit someone out there. There's no one. No one no one who could possibly have been on the trade market is anywhere near what, what 2010, 2011 Mellow was. Nowhere. Nowhere. So, you what? We're going to trade all those guys? Like, th- like this is the foundation of the team. Like you're not, you're, like you're not gonna, like I'm not gonna move that for for Zach Levine. I'm not. Yeah. It's like plus, it cl- clearly the Bulls weren't trading him. They were trying to buy. They're yeah, not trying that's to. That's a sell. fact. Shout out, shout out to Vucevic. That that deal. Yeah. The hell out of me. I didn't think I I, that, I wasn't happy from a Knicks standpoint. That, yeah, no. Chicago did. I'll I'll. But, <laughs> on on taking our taking our bias aside and touching on the trade deadline though. Yeah. What was your what was your like sexiest? Oh, I'm playing with this team in 2K type move. Like, what was the sexiest move that you switched over and looked at and you were like, I like what this team did. Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I guess probably the Bulls. I mean, I don't know. An, I don't know enough about Aaron Gordon's game. Is he a three? Is he a four? Can he shoot? Like, I, I was get it. Like, about, he can shoot. Thi- he can yeah. shoot this year, but like. He couldn't in years past. I don't know if that's like a, you know, that's almost, I don't I, know. Plus, I, think, I don't, like, with their with their roster, with, like, yeah. you know, Jokic and Jamal Murray is not Jamal Murray of the bubble. I don't know if that's just because of how quick the turnaround was. or And Michael Porter Jr. hasn't, you know, he's not what he was in the bubble. Like, I don't I know what's going on with that team. Mm. You know what I mean? That, I think like, that's the biggest question. Actually, like you know, with with uh, between Michael Porter Jr. and and, and Aaron Gordon, because both yeah. of them have that. Is he a three? Is he a four? But on the bright side of it, Jokic got somebody athletic who can just toss that thing and go. No, that's true. And that's true. for for Aaron Gordon, who's improved his jump shot through the, it's not perfect. It's not like you know he's above average three point shooter by any stretch, but. The fact that you can run that high octane offense, and you know, again, going back to the early 2010s, you know, we talk about the 2010s uh, Knicks. The 2010s Nuggets were actually pretty fun. Like that one year with Iggy, where they were just running and gunning. Like you can put Aaron Gordon in a Iguodala-ish position, less ball handling ability, of course, but the playmaking is there, the pacing is there. He's a lot more athletic, especially at the age that he is right now. I believe he's 26. Iggy was so, on the – yeah. Who, who's their point guard now? Uh, the Nuggets? If they, moved, if they moved Harris. Murray, Murray's their one. I don't know their two. Murray plays Harris the played one? The, yeah. Really? You see how the league uh, – I mean, it's, I, I don't know if he's a one. He I mean, I guess he – I mean, I guess, I guess they could do the two shooting guard – thing because Jokic yeah. is there is there <laughs> yeah is their point center I mean I remember yeah. my, my boy it's interesting I remember my boy hitting me up and he was like yo Jamal Murray could be a one on a on a like a playoff team and I was like no 
And he was like, what do you mean? He had like that, those crazy games in the bubble. And I was like, just watch the season next year. I was like, at best, he's going to give you not the, the production, just but the impact. He's going to give you a Chauncey Billups-esque impact where he's like, I could have, like, by committee, I could be a tier above people, but, like, alone, I'm a third option. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of showing it this year, which is, yeah. you know, no slight to him, but as it pertains to the team, Jokic, and by the way, like, it, you know, before the injury, it was him and Embiid for MVP. I don't know what it is now because, uh, you know, with the Nuggets, their record, it's kind of tailed off and they're kind of in the middle of the pack. but with the way that he makes players better on that team. Like, it just – low-key to me, like, at least on the offensive end, the potential is endless. But it does scream overlap between him and Michael Porter Jr. The Bulls piss me off because I feel like it's the far and away. Like, that one was is where, like, all right, you have a front line of Vooch. Yeah, you could um, – Markinen's still you could, starting. You could do pick and roll or pick and pop oh with my God. And, and Levine. It doesn't That's matter. Disgusting. You can you literally – like, what are you what And are they you both could shoot. That whole yeah. lineup can shoot. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fearful. Like, now they take a lot of pressure off of Kobe White to be, you know, a, a ball handler because he doesn't have to drive and, and, and do playoff pick and roll. He could just pick and pop. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of point guards who struggle – you know, earlier on in their careers is because they're, they don't have big men who could stretch the floor and take the turnover right away. There's no way you can kind of get back and leak out to a big man because big men don't guard three like that. So Vooch, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm upset. Ob- ob- yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, ha- I was texting my buddies. I'm like, I hope these trades fail. I will tell you what I am happy. They're what they were. I think when they made those trades, were they what, like ninth? Yeah. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we don't need another team that is on our level fighting for a playoff spot. I tell you, we have I have a hard you, schedule than all of them. I, I tell you what, I'm what, what what team I'm gonna laugh at. You know, um, just a little bit, just just a little bit, because we're we're still in the thick of the race. I don't want to like go on, you know, knock on wood. I don't want to talk shit yet, but Celtics, what the fuck are you doing? Thank you. Yo, oh what God. what are you Why doing? Did you, oh, like awesome oh, tweet, God. Evan Fournier. Awesome tweet. Awesome. Top notch. But but you guys just don't I, like this. What? I don't get it. Like <laughs> I, so my my one of my one of my buddies from 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 Colgate. Yeah. Okay. Bowden. Andrew Bowden. Shout out to Andrew Bowden. Okay. Shout out, shout Who out. he just if just as quick. Quick side note, if you need to know about any, like, role player, like, like number, like, 7 through 12 on a roster, go to, go to him. He knows them all. It's the most ridiculous thing ever, right? But yeah. so he was such a big Daniel Tice fan, fan. And he was, like, texting. He's like, what are we doing? We just, like, give him to Chicago? <laughs> Silver player. And, like, they have no – they have – they're only big now is what Robert Williams. Robert Williams. That's, That's it. it. That's their only big. I'm Lord. Only big. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they thought they could get Andre Drummond, but you didn't. He went oh, to the Lakers. Oh my God. That's so like I don't know what they're they're they're, they're legit trying. We're gonna go positionless basketball, and the tallest guy on the court is going now. Daniel Tice was what six ten, but he was not even center. He's, yeah, six, nine. Better, yeah. But like now they're like, hey, we're <laughs> six eight and below, all wings. And I'm saying, go. It's like it makes no sense whatsoever. I I feel so bad for like Jalen Brown and, and and Tatum because like all right, two years ago I I will I, I'm a man enough to admit that I was wrong because I was like you know I don't see the, a world where two of these people can coexist and become all stars on the same on the same team because they their styles overlap. These are guys who thrive with the ball in their hands, mid-range snipers. They could be three-point dead eyes when they want to, and they're all around. But they did. And essentially, they're doing what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are doing in the Clippers. The bad side of it, the downside is, they're doing exactly what Kawhi and Paul George have done on the Clippers. (laughs) Which means they're thriving off of iso ball, and they run around basically what what, what they play as. Because, like, for all intents and purposes... Kawhi and Paul George are playing the 
from the two to the four. Everybody else on the team is just spot up shooters. And like they don't even ball hand. If if anything, they play the one two because they average the most assists. Same with the Celtics with, you know, um Brown and Tatum. So well, they, they well, they learned that you can't win that way when they had no point guard. When they're like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go with this. We're gonna put the ball in Paul George's hands and especially Kawhi's hands, but we're gonna go out there with our point guards being Reggie Jackson off the bench, Lou Williams off the bench, and Patrick Beverly. Are any of them are any of them facilitators? Not, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. And so now what did they do? What did they do? Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Because they knew they needed someone. They needed some, whether it works out or not, I have no idea. But they needed a ball handler, so they went out to a, attempt to address and get a ball handler yeah. slash facilitator. It was a net positive. It was a net positive. But don't get me wrong, I ain't watching that team because that team gonna lead and complain. And I'm gonna just see every play. I'm gonna cut oh, to Rondo throwing his hands up. Paul George, that was a bad shot. Why is just going to sit there, you know, like look at Reggie Jackson, like pass me the ball, like all these different things. But back on the Celtics is like, I look at that team and for years, I never understood, even in this generation of positionless basketball, you have Tatum at the four. It works if you have a big who can protect the rim. I don't understand why you deal, albeit to be honest with you, uh, the Fournier deal, looking at the deal for face value, it wasn't a bad deal. What they gave up wasn't no. bad. No, but in the it's same just, regard, it's just it, it wasn't what they it wasn't what they needed. Absolutely, they needed a big. And 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 even more so is like if you really were going to deal certain assets that were integral to your de- into your the identity of your team, which is Tice, um, which is why like when I heard Marcus Smart in trade rooms, I was like, I for Christ's sake, if you guys trade them, I'm gonna laugh at you. I don't care if we miss the playoffs. Like the Knicks is being, you guys are stupid for trading away Marcus Smart because that's your whole identity. But, um, I was thinking if you're gonna go and be this aggressive in this trade deadline, what happened last year when you were supposed to trade for Myers Leonard, Myers Turner, Turner, excuse me. Miles Turner was out there in free in, in the trade market last year. They could have had Doug McDermott and Miles Turner. Now, which lineup sounds sexier to you? A lineup with Tatum and Miles Turner or a lineup with Tatum and Robert Williams? I feel like it'll be a unanimous. Well, it's, like, well, it's not. I mean, it's not only that, but it's like, you know, if like Robert Williams was playing really well being like, a spark plug off the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can even out like you can even out whatever scoring uh between your your first and second unit. But now it's like, well, now he's our only big. So either we're just gonna start with a lineup of like smart Kemba. Is Kemba even is Kemba healthy? Yeah. I don't know. And like, and, you, and they, not they to... got rid of Teague, who is kind of scrubby, but like yeah. you know for Peyton two so, <laughs> No one's that bad. Um, <laughs> But it's like what they're gonna start. What Brown, Tatum, Fournier, Marcus Smart, and Robert Williams, and then so what's their bench? Because they what they have no big. Either that, or you're gonna keep Robert Williams on the bench, and then what you're gonna start? So like, like I don't get at all what they did. They're frankly the textbook example of, you know, they 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 didn't push their their cards, all their draft picks into the middle of the table at the right time when they should have. Yeah. They, they're, they're the, the opposite example of, of, of what you, of, of, they didn't go all in. Like, like every single time, all you hear is, is it, well, the Celtics were in on it with every single player, except they never get them. So, and it's, I don't know if it's because they're actually not, or because Danny Ainge just tries to be such a little prick with these trades of whatever, that he keeps cutting his nose off despite his face. Trying to get one extra thing because that's what happened with the Gordon Hayward signing trade right. in the summer. Oh, I don't want Doug McDermott. I want another starter besides Myers, um, Miles Turner. Mm. And they're like, "Huh, no, no, we're already giving you like this for for a dude who's you know 32 and coming off injuries, even though he's balling out. Like, yeah, I, like I, I don't know. Like, it's- like if they were going, if they were going to to to." actually go in on anyone like Vucevic 
fit their team. Vucevic yeah. can easily be third option. He can stretch the floor. He's a big, like, Robert Williams is still coming off the bench. Like, yeah, your defense is probably still suspect, you know, but you don't necessarily have to trade it, Tice. Yeah, it is. Abs- just, I just, it's I, upsetting. I, it, no, no, it's upsetting because it's like, objectively speaking, right? Like, all right, be honest. I could care less for the Celtics as a Knicks fan. Clearly. Yes. We've oh, been true. through so much different wars. But in the same token, if you stand back and you look at a fan, like you, you see certain teams where you're like, man, I don't like you. But you kind of like you, you, you kind of a fire team. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, the Celtics were that at points a couple years back, and then yeah, and during the Isaiah Thomas years, and then you get into the Kyrie Irving era where it was like, all right, well, is it his team or is it the young kids' team? And now you're 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 in this era now, of the Celtics, where you're like, okay, we have Kemba Walker now. We have and and he's on this contract, which you know is immovable at this point because of his injuries. Yeah, and we we just need a big, but we don't know if we need to invest so much in a big. So should we trade for a big that's worth X amount of dollars, or do we go and try to fill in the gaps? And they're trying to fill in the gaps, but they're just doing it in a way where it's just like, like what 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 lineup are you going to play me? You know, with like is Marcus Smart coming off the bench now? Like what 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 is what is happening? What's going on with the Celtics? Yeah. Um, it's it's, want, it's almost yeah. It's almost like uh, just quickly, right? It's yeah. almost like uh, like <laughs> I mean, you could just look at my teams, right? In any sport, okay? Yeah. The Knicks, the Jets, the Red Sox, okay? There's mm-hmm. enough dysfunction constantly where it's just like when you see some of these other teams just do just just do something that that is so stupid and so that makes no sense that where, where you're like. You're supposed to be a good run organization. Like, like, what are you doing? Even though, like, you know, the Knicks fan of me is just like, ha, huh, good, they're stupid. Good. Like, we could use more stupid teams, right? Yeah. Uh, to help us out. But, like, it's almost just like, just, just the fan of, of just almost putting myself in, well, what, what if that was my team? It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, 100%. it's just. It's Bargnani. All over again. It's Bargnani for the Celtics. What's going on? Uh, all right, all right. Maybe not quite Bargnani. <laughs> maybe not quite. All right, I'll reel it maybe back. Maybe not quite back. that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me, let me, <laughs> let, let, let's get to the two, the two biggest uh, uh, W's. Or no. You know? uh, which is, ironically enough, it is, it's the finals favorite. Um, it's almost as if both teams are just grabbing infinity stones and they're just trying to, they're just trying to fight each other to get them all. And that's the Lakers. Uh, just, just an overall take because, um, I mean, we touched on the Blake situation, but since that point, there's been two transactions between the teams and they both got former all-stars. Um, the Nets with the multiple potential hall of famers on the way and the Lakers with a multi-time all-star and Andre Drummond. As a LeBron, as a well-known LeBron hater, which which I would like to get into, you know, shortly, and 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 a person who is uh you know opposite uh New Jersey Nets, um, because we're not gonna acknowledge the fact that they're in the Barclays. <laughs> What's your take on this whole ordeal, this whole situation? I mean, the Lakers getting Drummond was smart. That's why I don't like it, because it makes sense. You don't know what the hell's going on with AD. Mm. You know, they needed another big, because especially since AD only on rare occasions plays the five. He really doesn't play the five. He plays the four, which means that their their five is what, Marcus All? And who's mm. who else do they have? So, like, he's not only going to help you down low with, you know, whenever LeBron comes back, because LeBron will come back. Uh, like, you know that LeBron will come back. Because, like, you know what his injury is, and it's LeBron James. Like, he'll, he'll force his way. He might make excuses for why he can't do whatever, but he'll play. You know what I mean? He might come out with, oh, I have carpal tunnel. That's why I lost his finals, because I have carpal tunnel. Or whatever the hell he had. You know what I mean? You remember that? When, when, yeah. when yeah, Durant that. and the Warriors blew them out, and he comes out <laughs> after the series with the, with the soft yeah. cast on him. Like, yeah. get, get, get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, he might pull that bullshit. Right? But yeah. he'll play. You know he's going to play, okay? That if AD doesn't play, at least Drummond can 
somewhat fill like the big void of, you know, I can, you know, we can throw it down low. I can pick and roll with you, you know, whatever. And frankly, like he's a monster on the boards, Andre Drummond, yeah. a monster. And unlike Tristan Thompson, it's not just a walking offensive foul that they don't call for yeah. offensive rebounds. It's completely different. Okay. Um, so that actually made sense for them. I don't get what I think now, now in terms of the infinity stones, that's what the Nets are doing. The Nets are just saying, hey, let's just get as much talent as possible. All these people who are hungry for a championship or whatever else, we're just gonna we're just gonna gather them. It's like, it. all right, so we need we need shot blocking and rim we need rim protection and like a big body to set screens. Cool, let's get a stretch big who's 36. They actually are <laughs> the ones who probably needed Drummond because their only big is DeAndre Jordan. They're actually the ones who probably could have used Drummond. Not they got, only they got, they got Nick Claxton, but he's a little baby. He baby right but now. Like, but like not, only, not only to keep him away just from all the reported teams who they would possibly face in, like, I don't know, if, if Drummond – I thought Miami should have gone after Drummond because all they had is Bam as a yeah. big. Uh, but um, – because especially since even though Kelly Olynyk's not a big, like he's bigger than the rest of the people who they still have on the roster. But, they side him. note, side note, I consider, I consider the Heat as an L low-key. Although, well, mm, the trade wasn't bad. But the but the, overall, impression, he, the impression that they're gonna get a prime Victor Oladipo, it they don't mesh. We we, we digress. We digress. I, but so I mean, back to back to them, right? Like the Nets should have just gone after Drummond, and I don't know how hard they did or whatever else. But they should have just done whatever they could to actually bring in Drummond because if, if you look at any of the teams who either needed a big or were reported as going after him, what the Heat, the Knicks. So I don't know how serious that was, but maybe it should have been. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. Even though huh? I didn't want him when Mitch was healthy, now Mitch is out, and now it's a problem. But anyway, um, the um, Celtics, the Lakers, you know, all those teams are teams that that are are you're either going to face, you're, that you'll probably face or could face in the playoffs, and you have one big in DeAndre Jordan, who's old as fuck. Like, yeah, he can still pick and roll because it's James Harden picking and rolling with him and Kyrie Irving standing over there for three. So, like, yeah, DeAndre Drummond's not going to get double. But, like, you know, now you throw him, like, let's say the Lakers, like, well, now he's going to guard Andre Drummond. Like, the bar- okay, barbecue chicken. No offense to DeAndre Jordan, but, like, he can't. Like, it's DeAndre. Walking two fouls. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, they're, they're, like, they're legit just trying to just out-talent anyone. That's what they're trying to do. They're legit collecting and, infinity stones. And just I don't know. Like, let's did just see, see what we can do. Did you see the KD tweet? Which one? So the one where he's like, I could win here and no, I can't do what I want. Big, no, big, big so baby. today. Mental midget. So today there was a uh, post by someone. Essentially, they were alluding to the fact that KD like, can't win by himself like as the lead guy. like That's why he won't get the respect. And KD was essentially like everything that you do in life or everything that I would like to do in life, I can't do on my own. Okay. That was a tweet. I, I don't fault him for I, no one can win by themselves. Yeah. No one can win by themselves. I don't fault him it was, for that. I fault him for being a, a, a fucking bitch with his Turner accounts, <laughs> with his Turner accounts. Like that's like, dude, I, like, like, why do you care what some dude sitting in his underwear in his parents' basement with the quote Charles Barkley cookie crumbs all on the chest? Why do you care what he says? Well, all these Fucking Kevin here. Durant. Yeah. Like, why, like, why do you care? You have to be more like Kobe, where you just have to not care. Just don't care. He's trying to be subliminal openly, like, like your boy Braun. I want to get to this. I want to get to this, man. I want to get uh, the passive aggressive origin out of here. The origins of Rob's hatred for LeBron Raymond James. Well, I don't know if we have enough time for that. <laughs> <laughs> if we can summarize it, the floor is yours, man. When did it start? How did it fester? How did it build up, man? What, what say you? I just, I just don't like him. Like, like he's one of these people who just constantly needs the attention. Like just constantly has to throw himself into every conversation. Like I don't, I don't care what you think. And what makes it worse, which isn't his fault, 
but he feeds into it because he wants the attention. Is that the media just covers him like like it's like it's is Brett Favre gonna retire? Like it's every single thing. What does LeBron James think about this? Like I don't give a shit what LeBron James thinks about Zion Williamson. I don't care what he thinks about you know, oh, I don't care what he thinks about the Knicks drafting Frank Nokino. I don't care about any of that shit. Like none of the, like like just just why don't you just like you know, I don't care about your stupid Taco Tuesday. Like, I don't care about any of your bullshit. I don't, but you try to force it because because it's the social media age, and I hate social media. Mm. And so it's just, he just tries to just constantly force that. It's like, it's like with the, like, who does this, right? Okay, this is, and this is just textbook, just like, just social media, like millennials and, and Tide Pod sucking Gen Z and whatever else, right? Okay. Where it's like, remember he won he won the championship in the bubble, right? Yeah. And he has one of his teammates film him FaceTiming with his mother, okay, and putting that out there to try to be like, look at look at me. Oh, the first thing I did when I won was I called my mom because oh, I'm such a family and blah blah blah. Like, why the fuck do you care? Like, like why should I like like why is it important that your fans know that you love? Like, how about you just like, 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 if it's something personal, if you actually cared about any of that shit, you wouldn't actually force that and put it out there. You would just do it and not, and not care if they, if, if people know. Yeah. It's actually genuine. But no, you're a big fucking fake phony. And that was textbook with, that was textbook with, he cares about all these rights and everything else, except the fucking people suffering in Hong Kong. Doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. Because it affects his money. And look, I'm not going to say that I'm in a similar position with that amount of money that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to also keep my mouth shut. But then he also kind of didn't keep his mouth shut. You know what I mean? It's just, he's no, just I'm very, kidding. he's just a very hypocr- like hypocritical and he's just, just, a, just a textbook example of just everything I hate with, with social media. It's like, it's like, oh, like, like the people who like, oh, like, you know, like, Grandma died. I want to put it on Facebook because I want a bunch of likes because it'll make me my empty self, you know, because I can't seem to get it in real life. Uh, just these people who I don't actually talk to can just like a fucking comment. Like, no, that's not who I am. Like, I care. Like, if, if, if I care about what you think, I actually talk to you. Yeah. If I don't, yeah. if I don't talk to you, I don't care what you think. Like, I don't, like, I, I'm just, it's just, he's like the antithesis of everything that I believe in. In, in that sense of just like, you know, if like, I, like, I just, I don't get that. Like, like, why do you care? Like, why do you care if you're like 4 million followers, whatever the fuck he has? Like, oh, look at how, oh, look at how wonderful LeBron is. He called, first thing he does, he calls his mom when he wins the championship. Oh, it's so wholesome. Like, no, if you actually, if that was genuine, you, you would have just done it. And not had someone film you doing it. I'm sorry. You can. People can disagree. I don't care. That's good. that's how I that's how I feel about it. So that, that's, I'm trying to sum it up quickly. No, 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 no. I think I think you I think you got it down to a T, and it's it's quite first. That's off, my point. But it's it's. I, and I I don't like any of those. I don't like like that's why I, like I you know I don't really like Kevin Durant because it's like it's the same thing. I gotta put whatever on social media. Like, no, you don't. So, no, you don't. You could be like Kawhi Leonard and or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and just be fucking quiet and just go live your life yeah. and ball out, and that's it. So here's the flip care. side to that. Here's the flip side to that, because like, first off, like, hilarious. Look, but, no, I, look, and, I get and there is, trying, and there's, I get, I get he's trying to build his brand and he's yeah. trying to be a billionaire and, and, and like. God, God, goddamn, yeah. more power to you, right? But just understand then that there are going to be people when you are constantly forcing yourself down their throat, okay, that just aren't going to like you. And he just can't seem to accept that. He thinks that everyone has to like him. And he has to constantly control narrative. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if like, it's like, no, more or less him, though, versus, like, his, his fandom. Because, like, I feel like... Jordan to a lesser, way lesser extent. I feel like Jordan is a country bumpkin. He 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 takes he takes poker per, uh, personally. He don't take us personally. <laughs> um, yeah. 
He literally he literally made a comment about, you know, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too. I don't think he cares about anybody's, you know, thing. No. But it's just the fact of the matter that, you know, just the media well, we're we're, oh, we're the media makes media. it worse. But the media I mean, makes yeah, it of worse. Course. I will say this though, on the flip side, you would get certain people hating on like individuals that they don't necessarily understand for the very reasons that we understand LeBron for. Like, for example, Kyrie Irving. Whereas like you look at him and it's just like as soon as he said the flat earther thing, I think that's the first thing that people <laughs> linked over where they're like, yo, fuck this guy. And it's just like yeah. taking Brooklyn Ned and all the Celtic, all those things aside, it's just like, well, what the hell? And I would have conversations with my like with my family members, whether it be like, you know, uh, you know, holiday, holiday dinners and such. And I'm just like, yo, like, don't get me wrong, I don't want them on my team. <laughs> don't get me wrong, because I've had Marbury before. I've had <laughs> Oh yeah. I've had that. But I'm not gonna sit there and say that what he is trying to convey or, you know, to the audience or whatever, is a right or wrong thing because of the things that you're mentioning. Because we don't necessarily see the good things that Kyrie Irving does. He just does it. And then people report on it. As opposed to LeBron, there would be a media circle that would be put out that's more or less facilitated by his team. You know? So there's there's those ebbs and flows where I'm kind of like, you know, it's especially as an athlete it's almost damned if you do damned if you don't before we do move on what what is your opinion actually on on the Kyrie Irving stance because like people like you'll see they'll see Kyrie Irving he took he took off apparently he's uh you know he's coming back I think tonight um he recently celebrated his 29th birthday he was uh expecting a child now yeah uh but a lot of people were just ragging on him for the fact that he's taken so much time off that he's kind of like alienated the nets and the fact that the big two the duo that they were expecting the brooklyn nets turn into a big three that well actually just and the two of them and the two of them and the turn into a one no 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 no. i was saying like the (laughs) the big two started out both of them are gone and substituted in their place as a big three in blake griffin lamarcus aldridge james harden regardless what is your stance on kyrie irving Kyrie, I don't hate him. I don't like him. There's, you know, I respect that he's a good, that he's an excellent player, you know, when he wants to be. But they're just, you know, like things where it's like, I, I understand if there are more important things than basketball, but like you do have a contract. You do have a like you do have a responsibility to a team just like any other employee employer relationship you have a certain responsibility just because adam silver empowers you to do whatever the fuck you want doesn't mean that you should go do whatever the fuck you want you know what i mean like you have to have some type of respect for and and not and not to like get respect from like fans or whatever else, but just to have respect for, you know, people that you you work for or with. You know what I mean? Like I get it. Like like with like this time where you know, he says like you know, hey, it's it's my birthday and I, me and my fiance are expecting my kid, so I'm gonna step away for a few days. Like that's one thing, okay? <laughs> when you go fucking AWOL, no matter how how you know, like good what you're trying to do is with you know a lot of the the a lot of the um equality things that he's trying to accomplish um like you can still like you don't have to just kind of disappear and not tell your first time head coach Steve Nash not tell management not tell your teammates though I guess he told some of his teammates but then I don't like just I don't know how you don't tell your head coach I don't, I don't know how you don't like I like that's that's where I'm just like you know, you can't act that way. It's the same thing with when Derrick Rose was with us the first time and he went fucking AWOL. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I get like, and he comes back and it's like, you know, I hope everything with, you know, he had some serious things going on with his family at that point. And I'm like, well, I hope it's all fine. But like, you know, there's a right and wrong way to do it. You know what I mean? And it doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. But like, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, you know what I mean? You have yeah. to have some type of 
of respect and that should go both ways it's the same yeah. thing where it's like like when people find out like i got t- traded on twitter no one called me like that's fucked up you know what i mean it's the same thing you have to that's just how i've 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 always felt you know what i mean yeah and and it's it's kind of like the reason why i bring this up is because like i always whenever whenever people would bring up lebron and like let's say they were friends of lebron chances are they don't like Kyrie and vice versa whoever is a fan of Kyrie doesn't necessarily like LeBron. And it's kind of boiled down to that ideology of both sides are extremes of different measures. LeBron is that side of where, like you mentioned, right? Going AWOL. If LeBron goes AWOL, everyone would know about it. LeBron would never go AWOL because LeBron wouldn't just step away, just step away. No, no, no. no. But yeah, like if if they do it, he would walk up to the GM and say, I'm doing this because I'm the GM. Versus a Kyrie who would be yeah. like, who would just go out the back door and then accept the phone call when people find out that he's gone, you know? Yeah. And so it, it is. Have it, like his camp leak it to like ESPN so that way they yeah. can report it. And then the front office can be like, wait, what? Where the fuck is he? Yeah. So is that why he didn't show up today? Because so, he didn't pick up his phone? Like, so so yeah. there is there is like a, like those those different extremes. And I, I, I guess it's, it's interesting to think about whenever like, you know, uh, Especially in your case, as 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 a well-known LeBron hater, a person who once picked the Lakers to go sixth place, we remember those days. We remember. We remember. We don't have to talk yeah, about those, it. Wow, wow, yeah, those were. Um, that was a slight stretch for a Kobe jersey, which I did not get. But it's all good. I wouldn't be the only person who would go for that if that was dangled out in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, how 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 we doing in the in the twenties, man? I my Michigan's holding it down for me. Nope, uh, I'm now completely out of it because Florida State lost. I had my Final Four still in it, and that Florida State lost. I do not think I can win. Shot Too many people with more with more points, or Michigan in the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, also had Gonzaga over Baylor in the finals, so I don't see myself overtaking anyone. Poor, poor, poor shout out for you and for uh, our our fellow SCM alum, Camilla. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's a shame. That's that's the shame. Um, Can't real, win them all. <laughs> real, real quick, you know, shifting gears because you know we don't have much to go off of per se, but there was some signings, some things going on in football, so I want to touch on that and maybe get you a little, get a little bit of get a little bit of baseball in here since next week. It's coming back. Oh my god, it snuck up on us, didn't it? Yeah, it snuck up. Oh my god. So so, so before we before we head to that, um NFL, you know what I mean? The Jets had some signings, the Giants had some signings. Real quick, I know where my stance is on the Giants and in regards to the NFC East. How do you feel with these signings and, and these transactions on the Jets end leading up to the draft is, is gonna like hold it down for you guys in the AFC? Uh, I think I like the Jets signings, mm. honestly. Um, especially since I think we need to take Zach Wilson with two overall, um, oh. and reset the pay the pay the QB pay scale, because I think that what we're what what you're looking at right now is you're looking at almost a two year project, right? Mm. I don't think you know if we can if we can do something like. I mean, we're two and fourteen last year with a jackass for a coach, um, and no no talent really, and and barely any talent yeah, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, we have we're gonna have a bunch of solid second year guys that we drafted last year. You have Quinn and Williams coming into his own, and you got him some help with um, what's his name, uh, Carl Lewis, right? That's his name from Bengals. Um, and so that'll help up front. Um, and on the edge and maybe take a little bit of it'll it'll work one or two ways if they're going to double team Quinnen then maybe you know this guy who had a lot of QB pressures and knockdowns but not a lot of sacks maybe he'll start to get some sacks or vice versa because there's another guy that you have to block that'll just make Quinnen Williams job easier or both frankly you know you know what I mean with the with the bigger the bigger landscape of it is is like and last year we kind of saw like a little remnants of it, you know, with uh, Tom Brady going down mm-hmm. south. The AFC East, you have the Bills, 
who are the powerhouses and they've become even more high octane than than before with their with their own uh you know by their own admission but after that it's kind of like it's kind of a, a free fall and you know you guys can it's, it's, it's almost a dog fight to see like who's who's gonna basically fill out that that pecking order so yeah because it's well because yeah. it's like it's like if you look at 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 both Miami and and yeah. New England, right? If you look at both Miami and New England, um, it's pretty much neither team is uh, an easy game. They're always going to be a hard out, uh, but they're both only going to go as far as Cam Newton in year two in that system. It can take them, just like last year. And the Miami's only going to go as far as two of progresses in year two, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like us, we're clearly rebuilding, but we're, you know, we did the easy, we did the easy thing last year, which was we tore it all down. We went down to the foundation. Okay. It's just, just beams. That's it. Okay. And then going into this off season, that's what we're trying to do. It's a, it's a two year clearly rebuild, which is you want to be able to, you know, address some of the needs, but because we had so many, that's going to take two years, okay? We've got extra draft picks, plenty of draft picks these next two years. I think we have like nine picks this year. We've got like five in the in the first in the first round, in the first um, three rounds, and I think next year is also like similar, where we have like five in the first three rounds, and that's not including, you know, if we do do what I what I hope we do, and kind of think that we do, which is stay at two, draft Zach Wilson. And then you move Sam Donald, you'll probably get another second or third uh, with that. Um, but you have the, the whole point this year would be to fix the culture um, and get a competent person running the, 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 the team in the GM, which I think we do have, and the locker room, which I hope we do have. All signs point to that, but we'll see. Uh, no games have been played. And then it's, you know, we needed, a, we needed a corner. We need probably another safety uh, besides um, Marcus May. We needed uh, a linebacker, which we got. We need an edge rusher. We needed, you know, we probably need a running back. We probably need another wide receiver. We definitely needed a uh, – uh, I'm not, well, not going to say definitely, but we, we definitely needed to reset the QB pay scale. Because I think Sam Darnold could still win. Poor guy was sabotaged. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have to have me gamble on paying you twenty five million next year, when chances are we're gonna go something between. Hopefully, if we could go something between like, go like six and ten, or are we doing the seven the, the seventeen game schedule? Is that official yet? I know Alvin Kamara was saying that that, that shit was stupid. Yeah. But uh, you know. Essentially, let's say it's sixteen game. It's still sixteen games this year. You know, if we go six and ten, seven and nine, like, do I really want to pay? Then clearly, we still have more needs. Do I really want to pay Sam and Darnold. I, I feel like million. Yeah, like I no, I don't. Either you know way, I mean? either way, so I that's feel why, like that's it's why I want process. I want Wilson. You know, we gotta we gotta reset that. Um, yeah. But so it's gonna take. We're gonna see. We still need our offensive line help because all we have is a left tackle, and we have. For other open, we've got no guards, no right tackle, and no center. So that are good. So I mean, like, hey. I, so I mean, we clearly need to rebuild this. Like, we had to rebuild this whole thing. Um. So it to me, it's two years. You need to do incrementally what you can do. It's almost like what the Knicks were coming into this year, right? Yep. You got a couple young guys. You got like Mims and Becton. Um, you got um. Uh, Ashton Davis, the safety. You got uh, the cornerback Bryce Hall, who actually the second half of the year looked pretty good. Um, he was the the guy from Virginia who, if he had come out a year earlier, would have been a first round pick, but then got injured. Um, but so you need to see like what you have like from those guys. Uh, they all looked pretty good by the end of last year, and that was with incompetent coaching. So maybe in year two, as they've learned the speed of the game, they'll make that step up. Uh, you hope to God that the QB, if you draft Zach Wilson, that he is, you know, he can show you that, no, 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 this is the guy. And 
then you can address the rest of the needs that you're going to need to do next year in free agency and especially the draft and then just go from there. But this is clearly year year one of two, or I guess if you include the, the teardown, year two of three. Yes. So they're not there yet, uh, and I understand that, and that's fine um, because there's no use crying over spilled milk. We like we cried about it when it when it when we when we when we hired Adam Gase, and we knew it would be a disaster, and then oh, it was. So nothing you can do about that one. We just have to go forward. Yeah. And- and it's and it's a pretty like interesting thing because I feel like both New York teams are on the same. Well, with the if we're counting the Bills outside the Bills, <laughs> uh, both the Giants and the Jets are both on the same playing field, with the exception of the fact that our division from top to bottom is trash. Yeah. On paper, now when you dive in, you could see how the Redskins' defense is elite. You can uh, see how Washington our defense is. Washington, Washington football it's, team. It's crazy. Washington right? football still, team. It's still, it still rings. I, I can't do it, man. Get a name. Just get a name. But, yeah, like, <laughs> their their defense is elite. I feel like they top five, if not top ten, in, in the league. Um, you know, but the way we came on late, and, 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 and I've heard what you mentioned about Darnold. I was about to say, like, year a year ago, in, in Daniel Jones's sophomore year and Darnold, like at the start of his sophomore year and the third year for Darnold, I would would probably say like, you know, I'd have a little more faith than Darnold based off of how how his second season ended because it was just very unfortunate how it ended with the mono, all these different things, right? Well, starting. So, <laughs> so right? So, yeah. you know, Looking at the way that this year panned out, or this past year panned out with, you know, Saquon, I legit predicted it, which pained me. I low-key predicted it. I think we were together, we were talking, and I was like, yo, listen, if we keep giving this dude the ball and having him run and press spin move the entire time like he's in Madden, he's going to tear his ACL. Oh, he tears (laughs) his ACL, and he's in the same camp as Odell. But the thing is, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it was almost a blessing in disguise in the f- fact that he like this injury happened when he's young. So now he's, he's going to become a smarter runner, kind of like what Ezekiel Elliott is doing in Dallas. However, he's not been able to, uh, you know, express like his impact is not felt because of how inconsistent they've been. Um, but he's going to be a more like uh, I like to use the term economical runner. If I need a, if I need a juke, I'm a juke. If I need a stiff arm, I'm a stiff, all these different things. Right. But on the end of the Giants, they're going to use him less. That chemistry over the past two years between Slayton and Jones is something. And it may not be a lead. It may not be like, I know that, like, we don't have tier one guys in the slightest. But if you have enough young, young, hungry prospects in a division filled with, you know, people who are arguing over contracts back, you know, that whole situation, that whole fiasco over the past couple, you know, years, the Redskins, Oh, the football, Washington football team is trying to fix magic it. You know, it's, it's up and down. And, you know, honestly, like I could see it going two particular different ways for both teams, the giants and the jets, either they're just going to be the spoiler team where they're going to be that six and 10 that 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 seven and nine team that is like, all right, we're not gonna make the playoffs, but we're gonna fuck up like, you know, somebody's we're gonna we're gonna fuck up somebody's wild card chances, like in a in a game or two, especially in yeah, the we're gonna be a hard that. out. We're gonna play. Yeah. We're, we're not gonna be. Oh, we're just gonna circle this on the calendar. And I, we know it's a win and not worry about. In it. In an ironic twist of fate, we will be what the Eagles were last year to us on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if like, you know, because we have, you know, shouts out to SCM, shouts out to our, our homegirl, Lauren Baker, because you know how painful it was. I, I texted her after, and she was cursing up a storm about how the Eagles basically shat the bed on purpose and costed us a playoff spot. I think that everyone bringing their A game, we could be that spoiler team at worst, at best. We could sneak in, 
probably get maimed, but it's all a part of a learning lesson for, you know, a Daniel Jones who still, you know, he's up and down, he's inconsistent, but in the same token, you can kind of look, you know, uh, you, you, you can kind of see how he can be a mid-tier quarterback and they could kind of progress upward, especially, you know, in that conference. So it, it, it does spell some interesting things for me. The Jets and if they, they get that boy, man, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold I'll I'll be I'll feel bad about the whole Darnold thing, but I ain't gonna hold you, man. I feel like that could change some things. So we we definitely keeping the lookout for that, man. Yeah, you guys, you guys, I would say this is this is um pretty much this year is just all about Daniel Jones. Is he gonna make that leap or not? Yeah. Me personally, I don't think he is because I think he's a jag. I think he's just a guy. Yeah. He's not, you know, like he's not, you know, as bad as Mitchell Trubisky, but I don't think he's yeah. that it's probably more like a more similar to a Garoppolo where it's like, he's all right. But I'm cool with it's, that. It's overblown. Yeah. I don't I'm, think you're ever going to win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm only I frankly cool don't that. even know if you'd get, you get to a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones, which they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. But like, you know, like hey. for his sake hey. and for, for all my Giants friends' sakes, because I have a hell of a lot of them. Yeah. Like I, I would – Hope I'm wrong as a Jets fan. Like I, I hope I'm not, because that's just more fun. <laughs> hey, listen, I've um, seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Stranger thing, Things happen. Tim Tebow has been in a championship game before. Stranger Things have happened. I mean, look, I mean, look. They they did unlike what the Jets did for Sam Darnold going into last year, which was his make or break year. Yeah. Okay, and they sabotaged him for right or wrong, if Joe Douglas had to do what he felt he had to do and Sam Darnold was a casualty, so be it. But um, uh, Gettleman, is Gettleman, Gettleman still the GM, right? That guy. <laughs> right? But, like, he, he did the right thing where, you know, you go out, you get Kenny Galladay, you get him a weapon. You know, they've rebuilt over the last two years the offensive line, so it's not incompetent. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, they're going to get back Barkley. You know, they've done some things where, um, they're, like, I feel not, like they're like, not like, going to use him like as, as he's much. Not in a, he's not in a position to, he's not in the position to fail. He might still fail, but if he fails, it's going to be on him. It's not going to be, uh, you know, unless, of course, somehow everybody gets injured, which is obviously always a possibility in football. But, you know, if, unless that happens, essentially the ball is just in Daniel Jones' court, yeah. is what I'm saying. Once again, want to thank everyone tuning into this podcast. Um, I know you guys have heard uh, our personal insight, our emotional insight about the Knicks, uh, especially with the Mitchell Robinson injury that recently transpired and what the Knicks will do following that. You know, we touched a little bit on the Jets, as you heard. We touched a little bit on the Giants. And you guys finally get the context of why Rob hates LeBron James. But, you know... Had some justifiable reasons in certain cases, but more so with the media. And then I threw in that little thing with uh, Kyrie Irving, that whole, you know, devil's advocate approach. Would you like to be a Kyrie Irving type talent off the court, or would you be a LeBron, a person who's in your face all the time? So uh, let, let us know. Let us know. Um, sound us out. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and of course, Anchor, Spotify, however you hear us. Check us out and listen to us. Be easy, guys.